just want to again welcome all of you to this Monday, Thursday communion service. And the communion service basically is, is a service that reminds us of what Jesus went through prior to his death. And we are very happy and pleased that you are here tonight. We want to encourage you to commit yourself to him again. This thing happened many, many, many years back, but it's still relevant to our lives. And anybody who is born again will deeply appreciate what Jesus did for us on the cross of Calvary. Can you say amen to that? We share a few thoughts on the blood of Jesus and we pray that you will recapture, you will re-understand, reposition yourself when it comes to issues relating to the shed blood of Jesus. So I read from Matthew chapter 26 and I read from verse number 26. Matthew 26 verse number 26 from the New King James Version. Alright, so Matthew 26, verse 26 says, Whilst they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. And verse 30 says, when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to hear this brief exhortation, and we commit our hearts to you. Let the entrance of your word bring light and meaning to us as we draw closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Right. This is the familiar passage that we read usually when we come to the Lord's table. And it was something that took place just before Jesus was betrayed and he died. And as he took the cup, as he took the bread, the two words there, it talks about the bread that represents his body, talked about the wine that represents his, his blood. Now, 
the bread representing his body, the wine representing his shed blood, for me, puts in totality what he gave for our salvation, which means that he gave of his all, his entire being, to die, so that you and I will have what we call salvation and enjoyment of what we call abundant life. And this year we've been talking about, we'll be start talking about the covenant disciple. And the verse there about the blood, which says, this is my blood. Let me read from verse 27. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying, drink from it all, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant. Can we all say that together? This is blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Now, our relationship with the Lord is a covenant relationship. In fact, he puts it a new covenant. And just not to talk too much about that, his blood was that which was used to append his signature on this new covenant that we share with him. When we talk about blood, then we are talking about life. And shedding his, his blood means that he gave his life away to demonstrate the full strength of his love for you and I. And the blood that was shed mainly was for the forgiveness of sins. No matter what sin you and I have committed from the day we were born into this world, no matter the magnitude, no matter the height and breadth, how many sins you have committed, the shed blood, the reason for shedding that blood was for God to forgive you of that sin. So on the day that you say, Jesus, I have been a sinner, I recognize that my life is empty and I need you in my life, and you connect with him and you receive him by faith, immediately by the power and the love and the unction of God, every sin that you have ever committed is wiped off. And 
And when that sin is wiped off, then you stand a position of advantage. Everybody say advantage. First, the advantage that you have there is that the power of sin in your life is broken because he carried all your sins and nailed it to the cross. So that power of sin is broken and which therefore means that with your connection with Christ, sin does not have any power and control over your life. It means that you have gained the power to say no to sin because he broke that power over your life. So when sin knocks on your door and is knocking and wants to come in by your position in Christ, Ketsi, your salvation and your faith in him, you can say, no, I will not allow you to come into my life because that power has been broken. Normally, not just the power of sin being broken, he carried the penalty, or if you like, the wages of your sins upon himself. And he put all together on himself and he hanged it on the cross. And he nailed it. Please just imagine the nails going through his hands. On that, just imagine the thorns around his, his his head. Just imagine the blood coming out. Just imagine the spear that went through his side and blood coming out. It was the penalty of our sins that he carried onto the cross. <laughs> If you owe somebody some amount of money and not able to pay, and the man comes and trying to get your bed from under you, and somebody comes from nowhere and says, Oh, how much does he owe? And he says, He owes me 200 Ghana cities. He's not paying, and I'm, I want my money. I want my money. And then the person says, Okay, don't worry. Here is your 200. You who is owing, how will you feel? How relieved and excited and happy you will be and how connected you will be with the one who saved you from shame because you couldn't pay and he came to pay for you. That is what happened on the cross of Calvary. If God were to pay us regarding the sins that you and I had committed, there was, there's no way that we can stand those penalties. But Jesus took it. Can you say he took it? He took it. And he bore it for us. Not only from the power of sin and the penalty of sin, but the very 
presence of sin. Sin may be present around you, but it should not have an impact in your life because there is someone who dealt with even the appearance of sin. He took it from your life. So when sin comes, I am telling you, you can say no. Just that voluntarily sometimes we yield to sin, but it shouldn't be so. It shouldn't be so because he dealt with anything that you can think of connected with sin. He carried everything. So that's why he's saying this is the blood of the new covenant. That blood which is the signature upon the covenant relationship that we have with him. From going from that point specifically, we can say that by the blood of Jesus, you and I have been purchased. Can we say purchased? He bought us with his blood and therefore we have become his own in terms of our relationship with him. We can also say that by the blood, the blood of Jesus atoned for our sins. By the blood of Jesus also, you and I are justified. Once you place your faith in him, because of the blood that was shed for you, as you place your faith in him, God wipes off all the sins you have committed and he sees you as a righteous person. I preach a message here that at the point where you receive him, he puts his righteousness on you. And he refuses to see the sin. And he sees you positionally as a righteous person. This came about because of the blood of Jesus Christ. What I love most going further about the blood is that in that blood, there is forgiveness of sins. There is the forgiveness of your past sins. There is forgiveness of your present sins. There is the forgiveness of our future sins. So as a child of God, in a covenant relationship with him because of the blood, when you sin, there is still the provision for the forgiveness of your sin because he carried all those things again on the cross of Calvary. So when you sin, I'm saying when, when you sin, you can always come to him and say, Lord, I have sinned. I've done A, B, C, D forgive me and says if you confess to him he will not just forgive even but beyond that he will cleanse you he will cleanse you from all your sin contamination one very important thing also that you need to know as we look at the blood of Jesus, the fact that by the shed blood of Jesus, you and I who were far away because of our sins have been drawn closer to him. And he says in Ephesians 2 verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, you who ones were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. The shed blood is meant to reconcile you with your God. It's meant to bring you close to him. And you can call him your father. He can call you his son or his daughter. It is all because of the blood. Can you say the blood? 
Last but not the least, because of time, because of the shared blood, you and I have access. We have access to God in the name of His Son Jesus. The blood gives us boldness to stand before Him, to commune with Him, to pray to Him, to worship Him, and even to hear from Him. It is all by the blood. Otherwise, there will be no way that you and I can stand before a holy God, super holy God, and us being sinners. There is no way that we can connect. But by the blood of Jesus, and because the sins of our lives have been dealt with, we can commune with him. When we go before him, he will not sack us, he will not drive us away, but we can talk to him, even to the point that we can call him our friend. Our friend. It is by the blood. By the blood of Jesus, we have overcome our accuser. And who is our accuser? Satan. Keeping pointing fingers. You sinner, you fornicator, you adulterer, you thief. He can say you are a thief. But when he sees the blood, he withdraws that because he knows that your being a thief, the issue about your being a thief has been dealt with on the cross of Calvary. So he can't point fingers at you. And this gives us great confidence in the Lord. Can you say the blood? Shout it out. The blood. Say it again. And this evening we are coming to commune with him. We have the bread, we have the blood, the wine. These are all symbols of his body and the blood that he shares. And he says, eat. In the text, he says, eat. Everybody say, eat. So as you eat the bread, symbolically, you are partaking of his broken body. As you drink the wine, symbolically, you are drinking of the blood of Jesus. It is a big mystery as you partake in this. It's a mystery in the sense that, you know, if you want to logically understanding you may not but spiritually it's a sign that jesus's life and yours has eclipsed everybody say eclipse he is in you and you are in him and as you partake in this you are sealing it that you have deep communion with him that's why when we come to the lord's table we don't just take it for granted as you take the wine as you take the bread you must be in tune with him and as you partake it, it draws you closer in your relationship with him i have seen people healed of sicknesses because they took the bread and they took the wine and sicknesses vanished i have seen people delivered from demonic oppression because of this wine and the bread it just tells you that the power of god is present as we commune with him i pray grace for you to receive him again and to draw closer to him again and i pray grace for you for your spiritual eyes to be open to know what it means to be a covenant disciple
affirmed by the shed blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's be upstanding.